0: Hi, hey, welcome to another episode of Last in Line podcast where we are teaching guys how to not only charge the mountain and be the tip of the spear in leadership but also to be the kickstand that props people up and empowers and encourages other leaders to be the best version of the leader within them. We are all leaders. We all have influence. And as it says in Mark 9:35, he who wants to be first will be the last of all and servant of all that's what last in line podcast is about we are all about equipping men to be the guys who stand in the gap for others who fight the battles on others behalf we are here to tell stories of amazing people who have led in the face of adversity who have overcome tragedy in their lives to become the servant leader god called them to be And I hope you walk away different than when you turned on this podcast. I hope you walk away with the revelation that you were called to lead, that you were called to have influence, and that you were called to serve. Make your escape. So we're going to call this a margin masterclass so that we can create margin uh, in our day. So we had to stay hyper-focused in managing, micromanaging these key moments of clarity that I talk about. So I, I'm offering this today. This is free. This class today is free. And I've got some stuff that's worked for me um, because in, in my short 50 years of life I've learned a lot about creating margin because I did it you know the wrong way and didn't know how so some of the best lessons I learned was how I did things wrong and then didn't repeat that and just did the opposite so then I figured it out and so I'm here to tell you you get to learn from me on some of the ways that I uh, had to learn the hard way maybe so look everybody wants to learn how to get some clarity, how to have more margin in their day, time margin. And this isn't just a time management podcast episode. This is not going to be that because if you're like me, you're probably going to roll your eyes, listen to about five minutes and then move on to something else. But look, there's three things that you can do to really dial in, and micromanage we don't like that word sometimes but in this case it's it's good we're going to micromanage the key moments of clarity so we're going to we're going to understand how to dial in we're going to understand how to granularly expose some of those things in a small scale but you guys know things snowball that's things that start small snowball and so I'm I'm going I'm going to outline three simple things and maybe it's good maybe it's not but you're getting, you're getting me fresh off of a workout in a 104 degree heat index in the garage and and you can probably see the sweat uh, if you're on YouTube but maybe lucky for you maybe not but the endorphins are rolling right the I've got a lot of words to cram into this episode cuz I'm I'm fired up right but the blood's pumping uh, got a good workout in, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be big for somebody, um, and and it's worked for me, so I'm living proof. It's a lot of this that I'm going to talk about probably isn't just a you know world according to John Shibley and my you know proprietary information. It's probably not a hundred percent unique, but it's unique the way that I have implemented it in my life. So three things for you, um, three tips on how to take a productive pause in life. Okay. We're all wanting that margin. We're all wanting that time. If I only had a couple of minutes just to get quiet, if I only had a, an hour or so just for me, just me, myself, and I away from all the chaos and clutter. If I only had some margin in my calendar or a spot to squeeze alone time in, that's what a lot of you are saying that. And and I think we're, Busier, finger quotes, than we really, um, we think we're busier than we are. And we create these busy tasks to fill up our calendar so that we seem like we have a lot going on. Because then why? It gives us a hall pass on other things that we really don't want to do. Well, I can't fit that in because I got all these other unnecessary things I'm doing. So, smarter versus harder, uh, you've heard that. So we're going to be able to take a productive pause in our day after you listen to this. So welcome to the Margin Master Class as I drink some of my community coffee, uh, as I drink in my uh, what Black Rifle coffee uh, mug, but I'm wearing my Armored Nation coffee shirt. Uh, my heart is with Armored Nation coffee, but I just ran out. Uh, so I'm going to the bullpen on my coffee today. Black coffee, community coffee. It's really good. For a backup, it, it never disappoints. Uh, but uh, salute my man, Randy Leverett, at Armored Nation Coffee, who has always supported us. All right, guys. So the first one, just get to it, would you, Shibley? Yeah, I hear you. I'm getting to it. Here we go. The first one. And because you got me fresh off a workout, the first key and the first tip for how to stay hyper focused and manage micromanager moments so that you can get some more clarity and take a productive pause is physical. These are three categories. We're going to go physical first. Your physical body and the way you feel physically is the rudder of the ship so many times through the day. You can attest. If you wake up feeling tired, if you wake up feeling sick, if you wake up not energized, excuse me, if you wake up just lethargic or god forbid you wake up hungover, uh you know that the rest of your day, you've just set the tone for your day. And whether you like it or not, you can say that going to the gym or you know, strength training is overrated, or you've done that, and, and it really didn't help you, or, oh, I plan to get there, I plan to do it, you know, start going to the gym, I plan to start doing push-ups, or re- resistance strength training, I, I, I have the plan to do that, you've had the plan for a while, I would bet, so whether you believe it or not to be key, it is key, and and I've worked out for years, I, I haven't always done cardio, but I'm going to get to that in a minute. I haven't always done lower body to balance out the strength. I've done upper body probably more years than I have total body, but I've gotten into in the last five months or so, six months implemented back into the fold, working legs, leg day. Okay. Twice a week. Uh, It's not fun. It's not pretty, but it's necessary. It's kind of like the light bill, pay it, keep the lights on, nobody wants to but we got to do it. So that's what I'm doing. And physical strength training, you know, resistance training has been key in my life. Why? Cuz a it it translates into my mental state and we'll get to that next, but it 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 has so many collateral benefits. There's so much downstream from a physically fit body. And I'm not saying body fat, Mr. Olympia, bench pressing 400 pounds, you know, I'm not saying that. But a man who's physically capable, and I've talked about it before, and you can turn on any guy podcast, you're going to hear the same thing, most likely. Our bodies dictate so much about where we go mentally, where we go spiritually, where we go emotionally, where we go relationally, professionally, like our bodies set the tone for our day. Okay. And these are in no order of importance, of course, but I'm going to tell you why I put this first, because I get up in the morning and I would, I would strongly suggest if you're going to do physical activity, do something in the morning before you start your day. Okay. And you, you can do multiple of these before you even go to work you know, at six or seven in the morning, you can do these, but you got to set your alarm to get up earlier, right? You got to make time. You got to do it on purpose. So this margin comes from intentional behavior. We have to schedule it. We have to be intentional. We have to live on purpose. If we wait for these things to come to us, they never will. You're living proof of that if you're not doing these right now. You're living proof because you've been intending to, on doing it that's not the same as intentional your intentions have led you astray you haven't followed through but you got to be intentional to put to activate those okay so i'm telling you the physical part first because it is essential in who you are how you feel about yourself in how you conduct yourself in uh, what other people think about you and how they value you, your capability, the security you provide. So physical is important. It, there's, there's all kinds of medical studies out there that can reinforce that. Um, your nutrition is part of that as well, of course. But I'm not going to go into diet. I don't eat great, but I, I eat well enough. Um, but I'm telling you, in the morning, go for a walk. That's what I do in the morning. I I save my strength training to mostly in the afternoons or evenings now. I've kind of flipped it. I used to do it early in the morning when I wasn't doing cardio. But you, you think that sounds counterintuitive because you would think I would get the weight training out of the way in the garage before it's 104 degrees, right? You're like, hey, dude, you live in South Texas. You're doing that to yourself. Stop bragging about being in a 104 degree garage working out. Well, I'm not bragging, but I will say I do that on purpose because I like to feel the sweat i like to break myself down i like to feel uncomfortable i haven't always been that way but lately i've started to be like look once you get it in you and you start doing it a little bit you're like ah, this i can handle this we think we think we can't handle it but we can't and so i go for a walk in the morning and i will lift weights in the afternoon so i'll tell you get up earlier 30 minutes man walk around the street i mean walk around the block well get out in front of your house. Go sun starts coming up about, what, 6.30-ish, something like that in the summertime, dude, get up at 6, walk for 30 minutes, then go start your day doing whatever you do. Pray, read your devotionals, whatever you're doing, then start getting ready for work, right? If you've got to be at work early, I get it. There's extenuating circumstances for everything. But if you got to be at work at 6, guess what? Get your sleep, and then come home and walk around the block. Do something physical, Okay. Uh, and only, maybe you can only work out three days a week uh, physically, you know, with strength training. Maybe you can only walk two days a week. That's something, okay? I try to do three, you know, cardio three days a week, but I work out five days a week. And and so that's helped me. That works for me. Not every workout is cookie cutter. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, you know, I, I just think that physical is essential. Uh, try it. Try it for a month. I know a month probably isn't enough of a sample size, but if you can do 90 days, do 90 days. But try it for a month at the very least. Go walk around the block before you go to work. Just do that. Walk for 30 minutes, literally. You can walk two miles in 30 minutes, maybe a little less, but you can, you can definitely test me on this. Do it for a month, three days a week, right? Four weeks, that's twelve days of the month, right? That's not even half the month, and you're committing to walking around the block. Tell me how you feel. Tell me how your days go at work. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to guess that they're gonna go better than they typically do, or at least very least you're gonna feel better about yourself. Second one's mental. All right. So this the second masterclass topic here of how to stay hyper focused and micromanage your key moments for clarity, right? is mental. These are three tips for a productive pause. So the pause with the physical, I know it doesn't seem like you're pausing, but you're, you're taking that time for you when I say pause. You're pausing to take care of yourself for 30 minutes or an hour. The next one's mental. You're pausing. So this is a productive pause. You're not just sitting around flipping through Netflix. You're not just sitting around listening to your phone and, and you know your music. Um, while that's good, and, and listening to podcasts and those kinds of things. And, and that would be one of them, I would say, would sharpen you mentally is to get a hold of some podcasts that actually offer some value and, and offer some things on uh, how to get better because people have experienced and they're sharing their experiences with you, their wins with you. But mental is huge. A productive pause mentally looks like, you know what, I'm going to take some time. At the end of the day, or maybe even at my lunch hour, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to the bathroom, sit in the stall if you have to. Go to your car, turn the air conditioner on, sit in there, and just don't turn anything on. Don't look at your phone. Just sit. Maybe even get out some paper. Write down what, you know, how the day's going. Write down what you've got the rest of the week. Write down people that you need to connect with. Write their names. Write, Write down Three things you love about your spouse or your kids or your family. It's it's a reflection time mentally because it allows you to organize the clutter. It allows you to create this mental filing system of how to make sense of all that's going on. Because if you're like me, you've got so many ideas. You've got so many aspirations and goals. So many people you want to take care of. So many things to keep straight. So many priorities, right? everything in your mind is fighting for that top spot of priority. There's a way to keep that clutter from There's a way to organize that clutter. And I say mentally taking a productive pause, sitting quietly writing down, like I said, just don't even do anything. Just sit and reflect, think about, think about the things you're thinking about and, I'm telling you, there's a flushing of the system that happens when you do that. There's like a purge when you can sit and all this stuff floating around, you can demand it to sit still in your mind. You can tell it what to do instead of it controlling you. You can file that away into compartments. I think it's good to be compartmentalizing of those things that are cluttering your mind. Sift through. Make sense of the ones that matter prioritize, right? So that's why I say get a piece of paper cuz that's if you're like me, you got to see it, right? You can't just think and push it over here, push it over there. You got to see it, write it down, move it, put it in the right spot. And then the bucket that matters most, fix your thoughts more on those, right? So you can make sense of the rest of your day. I say do that, you know, in the midday, do it at the end uh because the morning time obviously we we mentioned, we mentioned that 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 should be more of a physical thing or even the next point would be a morning thing but that's spiritual so our master class today is about physical mental and spiritual and if you can lock these in if you can button these up and tighten up and get strict about these and get disciplined and get intentional i'm telling you you can get hyper focused on micromanaging your margin okay you can micromanage the moments that matter And you'll start getting clarity. It'll start happening and it'll snowball because when you micromanage something, you're going to see the the small intricate details of it. And then all of a sudden you start seeing more of those and that picture grows. And then it starts to kind of ripple effect into other people's lives. And then all of a sudden you're having an impact around you, not just in your own life, your own mind, your own uh, body. So the last one is spiritual. And that one really should go first. But like I told you, I'm coming fresh off a workout, so you get my physical first. Uh, but spiritual is the engine. You know, I mentioned the rudder of the ship being your body and how you feel. It kind of navigates how you operate throughout the day. Yeah, that's a physical thing. But, but, man, the engine, the engine within you is your spiritual strength. What you prioritize spiritually, what you stand on spiritually, what your um, what your character is and, and your, and really what, what you're made of your, your spiritual DNA is the engine that really runs all that you, uh, that you provide that you, your productivity, it runs all of what is productive within you. Um, so yeah, I, the spiritual, I mean, there's some practical things you can do. Um, again, it, you can almost kill two birds with one stone on some of these. You can really, get creative and start uh, parlaying one with the other. You know, obviously, when you go on your 30-minute walk, you can listen to sermons, you can listen to Christian music, you can listen to devotionals. I mean, audio, Bible, nobody has an excuse not to read a Bible. So you can walk and listen, right? Right. Uh, that actually will help because then you won't have your mind going 100 different directions, which cuts into the mental part of this thing that you're going to unplug and do some productive pausing later in your day to get right mentally and prioritize those thoughts. But the spiritual you can do as you're walking or um, if you want to you know, get in your prayer life in the morning before you go on the walk, maybe five or 10 minutes. Whenever I hear someone talk about, I don't have time to really dig in spiritually or dig into the Bible or pray. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know that I believe that some of that, I guess there's some validity, but for those of you that have been a Christian or a believer a long time, there's no room for that excuse. So once we disarm the situation and we stop thinking we've got to be, you know, Billy Graham on a, at a podium, speaking in old english not that he did that i'm just saying i'm using the icon of spiritual uh you know the spiritual space over the last 50 years but we don't have to come to god with old english with king james you know quoting scripture to god god already knows the scripture like we just need to lay our heart down at his feet and and get real with him okay cuz nothing we say surprises him so your prayer life can be five minutes. It can be 20 minutes. Stop putting pressure on you to be a certain amount of time because that's when you just check out and quit and don't do it at all. But you got to pray the reading, the listening to the Bible. You got to get the word in you because literally the spiritual will, like I said, is the engine that'll create how well these other things operate and function. So, um, you know, you, you pray, you read. And, and I think connection is another thing because we talk about having a band of brothers, having a, you know, a blind spot brotherhood for people in our lives and it doesn't have to be 25 people. It can be two, literally it can be one, somebody that you can tell your darkest secrets to that you can get real with and get naked uh, emotionally with, and you can get vulnerable and that person knows you and can call you out if they need to. But there's a, there's a value in this blind spot brotherhood because we don't always see where we're struggling. We don't know, unless it's a grease fire, we don't always see those blind spots. Um, And so you got to have one of those people that you can reach out. So that's the other part, you know, the pray, the listen to the Bible, get your word in you and then connection. You got to have a spiritual connection, a spiritual brother, somebody you can reach out to that's going through the same stuff you are. I mean, like it or not, we're not alone in this. Like all of your problems, are not unique to you for the most part. So I don't know your story, but I can bet you know somebody that's been down a similar road or is now um, and and has maybe they've gone through something even worse. And so you can benefit from their experiences and vice versa. You can be that for them. So that's the strength of the spiritual productive pause. You got to get in touch with your spiritual side. You got to develop... Those, you know those skills, strengthen those skills with the word, with prayer, um, with other people in your life. Before we go, though, I want to uh, make sure you know we have a challenge uh, that's going on where you email me at last and you get four free weeks of my book, Strength for the Week, the 52week uh, journal tool, resource for writing your life story. It's accounting for your week. It's writing down your victories, your challenges, your lessons, your connections, and you get a scripture in there every week. So uh, email me and you'll get a free four weeks of that 52. You'll get a free month and connect with me on Instagram. Of course, last in line leadership, but it's last underscore in underscore line underscore leadership. Uh, I'd love to, to, to connect with you on DMs like that or email. So guys, the margin masterclass you just got, I think maybe there's a couple of little pieces in there that maybe you haven't thought about enough. Maybe you've heard this on the surface from other people. You know, of course, people talk physical, mental, spiritual. Of course, people talk about clarity. Of course, people talk about margin. But to create The productive pause moments by micromanaging and being hyper-focused in creating those opportunities for yourself, okay? This is how you get stronger so that you can help other people. These are the things that you've got to stay hyper-focused on. Micromanage yourself in these areas. Create margin on your calendar. Create margin within yourself and your strength and who you are and how you show up for people focus on these 3 tips for productive pause physical mental spiritual and then watch what god does and watch how you benefit and watch how others grow from being around you and or watch how you offer value to their lives so with that be blessed make your escape